brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute Radio. Hello, thank you for downloading. Lovely having you on board. Uh, a couple of things you need to know about the upcoming show. Mm. Firstly, for the first time in a long time, we are a four once again. Yes, all reunited. Glenn is back. And we had a little game of beat the intro to see if he'd got rusty at all. <laughs> Find out if that's the case shortly. Mm. And also, I met him for the first time. My guest on the show is Frank Skinner. Isn't he lovely? One of Absolute Radio's own. He is such a charm. Oh. I was quite nervous about yeah, meeting yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've grown up watching him. Precisely. Comedy on telly. Remember when he, he had a show on Channel 4 called Packet of Three many years ago, before he hit the big time? And the fantasy football show. And then fantasy football and then everything. Room 101. He's been there throughout our whole lives making us laugh. He has. and Not that we want to make him sound old or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not in a bad way. No, not in a bad way, in a yeah. good way. And, you know, he's a cornerstone. I mean, three lions on the shirt. Exactly. Jewels remain still gleaming. This is the guy who bought us that, for heaven's sake. National treasure, dare I say it. He is, and he's been on Absolute Radio for a decade, and that was the opportunity you got to meet him at, because he came... He yes. did. He did, uh, he did ten hours to when celebrate he... ten years. Yeah, yeah, we spent three hours with him on rock and roll football. That's great. How did that go? Oh, he's lovely. He's got so many stories. You can't even fit them all in on air. He just keeps rattling the stories off when the adverts are on as well. That's the trouble. You need to film the whole thing. He really is an all-round entertainer, and he's on the show. Enjoy. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. And at last, we four are back together. We have Matt Dyson. Yes. We have Emma Jones. Hello. We have Glenmore. Hello. Hey. Yay! Yeah. Glenny's back. It's Tepid. All, it's so <laughs> nice to have everyone together. Yeah. Um, so how was Edinburgh? It was great, thanks. A roaring success from what I've read. I, um, thank you. It was, it, yeah, it was. I had a lovely time, and uh, I'm, I'm delighted to be back though now. Well, it's lovely to have you back. It was filled. You were filled to capacity every night, right? Yeah, yeah. Real treat. It was. Uh, it was lovely. It was in. The, I was in the same room that Frank Skinner was in about 20 years ago, um, which was a. It's, it's really weird. It's called the Cabaret Bar, and it, the dressing room's really weird because it's got posters of all like Lee Mack and people like that when they did their shows back in like the late 90s and stuff like that. So what, when I left on the last day, I wrote my name on the wall. Oh, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pleased to say that Mr. Frank Skinner, who you just mentioned, is going to be on the show later on this morning, which is very exciting. Oh, what a treat. It is. Um, Emma, how are you? Hi, yeah, I'm fine, thanks. I haven't done anything that exciting. <laughs> no, well, it's not about whether we've all done a sold-out show at Edinburgh or not. Trust me. I mean, you know, Glenn hasn't even said thanks for all the hard work you did back on the breakfast show, plugging the tickets. He just thinks it's a miracle it's sold out because of his talent. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Um, but is it nice to have Glenn and you've got Sam in there? And yes. The second studio is full. It's really weird now I have to get used to putting two microphones up again, not just my one. Oh, yeah. So. You don't have to do the sport anymore. Don't have to do the sport anymore. That's good. Relinquish that responsibility. And of course, the European transfer window closed today, and it's obvious I didn't get my dream move to Spain, uh, where I wanted to do radio, but I'm going to, I promise to Mm. buckle down. We're still holding out for the big money move to China, aren't we? (laughs) We? (laughs) We? Aren't we? We are. So uh, we've got to wait until January to see if we get that dream move to to Chinese radio. That's for sure. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolutely. Radio. Tell me what you got up to at the weekend. I mean, just six words. That's the challenge. That's the bit that gets the grey matter a tickling. Ran Burrow 10k, suffered chafing. Ouch Oof. from Catherine. Well done, Catherine. Beer festival smashed. Repeated Sunday. Hanging from Darren. Banger racing. 
Crocodile World takeaway dinner. Ooh, that's a bit more interesting, isn't it? And then this... Well, this kind of gave me chills, really. This is so beautiful and romantic. <laughs> this came from Johnny in Chatham. My six-word weekend story. Got married. On honeymoon. Leg over. And then a thumbs-up emoji. Oh, what a lovely <laughs> Which I hope phrase. represents the whole... <laughs> Oh, I'm sure Mrs Johnny from Chatham will be delighted with that. It's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's lovely. It's, so it's nice. poetic. Honeyed, yeah. those words, aren't they? <laughs> they? They're warming the cockles of all of our hearts, oh, Johnny. Well, thanks for sharing, Johnny. <laughs> and, um, yeah, yeah, just keep it, keep it low-key when it comes to emojis, John. That's my point. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We're discussing what you got up to at the weekend. Matt's... He's just so insistent that I read out anything oh. involving Derby County losing at football, <laughs> but I'm not going to no, rise no, to the bait. Don't, don't, Quite no, a few of them. I think only I care. They have lost two games in a row, 3 0 now. But, um, yeah. Managed to squeeze that in there. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, um, it's interesting. So, it? what's your six word weekend story, <laughs> Matt Dyson? Oh, my, uh, mine is uh, party hair wash in kitchen sink. This was quite a, a degrading moment for me at uh, <laughs> Katie's uh, grandma, my children's great-grandma, Doreen. It was her 94th birthday Happy yesterday. Happy birthday to the we lovely Doreen. a big Doreen. family gathering at this nice house in near Reading in the countryside uh, where we all celebrated her birthday. And while we were out in the garden drinking and having fun, uh, a bird pooed on my head. And <laughs> I had to go into the kitchen where um, Katie refused to wipe it out with wet wipes. No! What? And I What's ended up... <laughs> Being married, he's not going to wipe up. Of course, it is. Yeah, I know. So then, then Laura, Katie's cousin, was like, "Just put your head over the sink. I've got, I've got one of those shower attachments on the sink. It's a very nice kitchen." And she proceeded to shower the bird poo out of my hair in the kitchen sink in front of everyone during a big family party. <laughs> That's degrading. <laughs> That's really degrading. Why your wife and mother yeah, of your three children on, just stood there watched and watched on? Yeah. Apparently, yeah. it's supposed to be good luck. I know. Well, that's but I think it's just, it's just what we would say yes. to cheer you up because yes, the bird is through in your head. Actually, it's better this way. I was, yeah, great. I was hosting the world premiere of one of the Harry Potter movies, which was... Um, beamed out live across the world oh, yeah. and just moments before we went live <laughs> it did I was wearing a black blazer oh, and a bird no. pooed on my shoulder no. Hedwig? <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, oh man yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, like you said, But then luckily luck, but um, during the ad break um, your wife's cousin Laura came up and she just washed it off for me so that was really uh, nice yeah. of her to do <laughs> What a superstar What a superstar that, yeah. she is yeah. uh, Emma Jones, the story of your weekend did Week Weekend away with my extended family. Ooh, so it was my grandparents' 60th wedding anniversary. Oh, congratulations to them. That's and amazing. And we all stayed in a house together, which was um, intense. About 12 adults, three dogs. Ooh, yeah, wow. it was... Uh, oh, you're in Southwold, did I see? Yes. I love Southwold. Do you know it's it? Such a lovely, yeah, I love it. I love that place. Yeah, it was... I didn't realise Suffolk was so far away. It took yeah. me like a whole day to get there. Oh, did it? Yeah. Didn't it? I don't know what route you took. Well, I was on the A12, but it was very, very That's slow, Matt. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> is like what happens when people do any long journey and they finally arrive at the <laughs> yeah. house. Yeah. Please don't make that my yeah. breakfast show. <laughs> you guys talking about the A12 is not we'll entertainment about, comedy we'll radio. This, yeah. this, is tell you about how this is just awful. It went down like to Uncle one Michael's lane. It was awful. Yeah. I was like, ongoing, they need to build a motorway through the countryside. Yeah. It was an absolute yeah. nightmare. I feel so <laughs> deflated. I can't believe it. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. 
morning. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. We're at 6.37. It's time for Uncle Matt Dyson and his social ammo. Matt Dyson, what's going on? Thank you, David. Uh, well, there's lots of talk these days. It seems to have made a comeback. Uh, celebrity boxing matches where people are challenging. Uh, like, it's like, like it was around in the 90s, wasn't it? During Feuds. Lad culture. They used to say, oh, let's sort this out in a boxing ring. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. And it seems to be making a comeback, doesn't it? Because I think Pete Doherty was... Or challenged someone to one recently. Liam with Liam, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. And I've heard quite a few people talking about having a boxing match. Well, I mean, I was surprised at the weekend... Um, Justin Bieber offered Tom Cruise out for a boxing match. That's right, yeah, correct. Exactly oh, yeah. They were the Do you remember t- that? They were the two... That big- was weird, wasn't it? That it was, was so weird. weird. Yeah. That was a strange 24 hours. What was his explanation for that in the end? I, seem to, did, I, think, I, think, I think it was, it was just was, raw bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Tom Cruise was when he just came out and went... No. <laughs> no, thanks. No, who, what? Well, yeah, I got threatened to a fight over the weekend by Angelos Epithemu. He <laughs> 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 used to be a team true. captain on um, on Shooting Stars. Yeah, yeah, but this is a true story, isn't it? The How did story. this come about? True story, I tell no lies, yeah. How did this uh, happen? This came about, well, you may have seen this on social media uh, on, I think it was Friday. Producer Brian, who, who works on Magic these days, he put together a definitive ranking of the hardest DJs on Absolute Radio. So shall I do it in reverse order? Countdown, it's top ten. Well, I stumbled across this because I'd been at it in. Well, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get involved in any feuds. Annoyingly, Glenn and Emma aren't included in this, aren't they? I think because you're both so hard. Yeah, yeah we'd probably be in the top. Obviously, yeah. obviously yeah. no one messes say. with those two. Uh, but at number 10, least hard on Brian's list was Ben Burrell. Absolutely. Which, really? Yes. You know that? I think I think there's a... I think uh, incapable. I wouldn't mess with him. In the rain. I wouldn't mess with him. <laughs> you He's got a long reach. He's got a very long reach. Good reach, that's true. Um, He's got num- height advantage, Number nine uh, was a joint Danielle Perry and Jay Lawrence. See, I think Danielle Perry would just tear your face off. Really? Yeah, Absolutely. No, I Having shared a white wine with her at the Isle of Wight Festival on a couple of occasions, I think she could really go at she's, it. She's too nice. She's too nice. She to is fight. lovely, though. That's Number true. eight, Andy Bush, surprisingly. I thought Bush would be higher up the rankings, to be I honest. think he's all mouth, no trousers. Well, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Champers, Sarah Champion at seven. Which I, you know, I think she could have been harder. She has a dark side. Uh, number six is Pete Donaldson and Dan Noble. Joint number six, five is is Richie Firth and Frank Skinner. Oh right, okay. the joint oh, okay. fifth hardest. Yeah, I'd say Firth. Like the Craze Brothers, aren't they? Those two. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Firth should be higher up. Claire Sturgis, a surprise entry. Oh no, number Sturge four. wouldn't. Sturge. Solid. Though. I mean, I mean, I mean this with all the love in the world, but that woman is pure love. She and is. But look, you've already let your guard down. I have. That's what she relies on. Uh, three is Chris Martin. Uh, based on reach, that's yeah. that's a good point. He can well. handle yeah, himself. He, he can handle himself. Chris Martin, who does the show just before the breakfast show. At number two, it's me and Jason Manford. Right, mm-hmm. surprisingly okay. high up on the heart. I'm a, I'm not a real fighter. In no, way, you're but, definitely a lover. In the eyes of Brian, I am. And at number one, it's a joint number one. <laughs> right, we have Leona Graham, <laughs> no obviously, yes. no obviously, question. and David Berry. <laughs> there he is. Ding ding. The joint hardest <laughs> presenter on the Absolute Radio. Oh, well, how does that feel? It doesn't. I don't. I don't really. I'm not into scrapping. It's not my thing. I'm. I'm honoured to win this award. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but I really have to, I do have to show it with Leona. She's taught me everything no, I, I think know. we need to sort out who is the hardest and have some sort of celebrity death match where you, <laughs> just you fighting Leona. <laughs> no, actually, no. That'll be horrendous. Well, no, she's it? refurbing a house. Maybe we can get her to put like a boxing ring in the garden <laughs> oh, and have yeah, a grand opening it? party. Yeah, yeah, it could do. Well, uh, thanks, producer Brian. Anyway, someone from the Andros and Barry fan club eventually started talking about who was the hardest and they said that I was quite hard and I would um, be quite violent if if, if uh, forced to be violent. Right. And well, look point, at your I big said, bear paws, though. You just claw said, away. I, I jokingly said, well, I'd batter Angelos and Barry. And then Angelos said, yes, let's make this happen. And then so did Barry from Watford. So now I've got to find <laughs> got two <laughs> comic characters on the cards, which I'm looking forward to. Oh, that's much more interesting than me versus Leona. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we could, be the, we could be the undercard ahead of the big fight. <laughs> I, I've got but, contacts at the O2. Let's do it there. Let's do it on the biggest... Yeah, or Vegas. Let's go to Vegas and do this. <laughs> it could be amazing. It could be the worst thing to ever happen. <laughs> and then there's a lovely tweet we got over the weekend from Lloyd, uh, Laugh, Out La Laugh Out Lloyd on Twitter. We talked last week, Glenn, this might sound a bit weird to you, but we were talking about alcoholic Yakult. Okay. I like alcoholic yeah, yeah. Yakult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, is that a hockey? No, yes, I like alcoholic Yakult. <laughs> what on earth? Emma loves alcoholic Yakult. I like alcoholic Yakult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get it, Em, we get it. <laughs> she won't shut up about it. She loves alcoholic Yakult. So we thought that was a, a joke thing that would never really exist, but uh, uh, according to Lloyd, it does. There is a cocktail you can make. Uh, they make it in Japan with Yakult mixed with... Um, with uh, soju, Korean distilled rice liquor, oh where you mix gosh. equal parts Yakult with uh, soju over ice in a glass. It's sweet, it's creamy, no. it's like lassi, but with a hint of alcohol. If you, if you put any milk or anything like that in with alcohol, it forms a cheese. Oh, yeah. It's Curdle, the worst. It curdles in your yeah. stomach, yeah. Ooh, I've yeah. not been this put off by alcohol since having to watch that Strongbow advert on the weekend again and again and again. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the contrived hipsters having a little, <laughs> a little, a little impromptu hoedown while oh, everyone yeah. oh. watches on, lit by fairy lights. Yes, it would be a very different night if they were all off their faces on Yakult. <laughs> <laughs> very different night. Anyway, there you go, that's it. That's it for the V Monday. Uh, educating, informing and wowing the young with content gleaned from the socials. I like mm. alcoholic yakka. <laughs> Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Morning, it's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where we pose this question once a week. It's the things you hate that everyone else loves. It always throws up such controversy, uh, but it's only fair I get the ball rolling. Mm. I've already uh, accidentally touched on this on the show already since we came live on air at 6am. <clears throat> but the thing that I hate that everyone else seems to love was really brought into sharp focus yesterday as I tried to watch the North London derby mm. and it featured in every single commercial break. Um, many of you will be familiar with this. We'll always be together. That's right, it's the Cider advert where Rob and Chris are playing live music, which is written on a chalkboard <laughs> oh, outside. Yeah, outside the pub, Everyone's yeah. really smug and happy as they sway from side to side. <laughs> oh, look at you, you smug patrons under the exposed light bulb swinging left to right. <laughs> so rustic. Oh, it is, isn't it? Oh, I like it. Hey, I like you, and I like you. Should we hug? Hey, Rob, do you know what? We've nailed this. No, Chris, you've nailed this. <laughs> And I'm sure Rob and Chris are lovely men and they're very talented, clearly. Their beards are so big and on trend. And it's the well. other on trend beards. <laughs> 
the slightly short hair of the thing. Yeah, one's got the curly It's all groomed out. And it's just like, I don't know why Rob and Chris just picked... I grabbed a guitar, you sat at the piano and... Oh, come on, guys, gather round. Have another cider. You won't be that's, expecting that's, this cover. No, that's exactly <laughs> what it's like in every part of the country, isn't it? Cider. Cider. Yes. Cider. <laughs> so, uh, there we go. That's mine, Doug. Um, as I say, many people love that, and rightfully I, so. I quite like I it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah good. It warms the cockles of my heart. That's, that's yes. There's also that irritating response you always get to that sort of thing of like, well, if you hate it, you know, it's like, it doesn't matter if you hate it, the fact you're talking about it, the advertising's clearly working. No, I won't buy it's it. It's true. How many times have we mentioned Strongbow this no, morning? No, I've said cider. Oh, I yeah, haven't. Sorry, yeah. you, oh, you've just <laughs> ruined the whole concept. If you're listening. <laughs> But also, it doesn't work. Like, it, just because you're talking about it doesn't mean you like it. Like, no, I mean, no. we've spoken about the Titanic before. I wouldn't buy a ticket for it, would I? <laughs> oh. And also, while we're debunking rumours, uh, not all press is good press. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, join us right now on line one in Derby. We've got Joe. Good morning, Joe. Morning, Dave. How you doing, my friend? I'm both my friend. Are you? Very well. Thank you for asking. So please do share with everybody the thing you hate that everyone else seems to love. Carveries. Carveries. Oh, what? Yeah. Wow. You can go huge. back for seconds. Can't stand them. Ooh. What's the issue with the humble carvery, Joe? I've got a couple. It, 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 one's like the people that go there. Have they never eaten in their life? Ouch. And I thought Rob and Chris were getting it bad this morning. Um, It's like the scene from Close Encounters, you know, where Richard Dreyfuss makes the mountain out of... (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do know the scene. So what you're saying is, why not just have a a small handful of potatoes? Because you get to go back for more doesn't mean you should have 76. Yes, exactly. I mean, I like to go to the pub for a couple of beers... Uh, I like to go to a restaurant for, for a meal. I like to be sitting there having a pint or whatever and, and someone's got 146 roast potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Nana's buried beneath a mountain of roast <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Wow. OK, so it's, it's the kind of gluttony that the carvery induces in some folk. That's what you don't like about it. I mean, I despise carvers nearly as much as Nottingham Forest, to be fair. Oh, come <laughs> oh, here on, we Joe. go. Come Joe on. in Derby, come here on, we go. Joe, let's not be negative just because you lost 3 0 at the City Ground last week. You lost the Brian Clough Trophy. Come yeah, on. I, I went as well as a great night. I'll be great. It reminds me how nice Derby is, to be fair. That's why I like going, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Joe, we're going to wrap this up now. Lovely talking <laughs> to you. And there we go, Matt. It was always going to happen. You know, it if was, you get yeah, the opportunity enough. to have a go at Derby fans it's on the fine. show, they're going to come we're back. We're in at a good you. place at the moment. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Perhaps I need to retract some of my (laughs) comments about the cider commercial. I've just been informed that Rob and Chris are real. They genuinely tour pubs of the northeast of England. And that pub and apparently all of its patrons are real and aren't hired actors. It's authentic. Wow. So they just happened to stumble across that happening yeah. and went, do you mind if we advertise a cider with this? Yeah. Wow, that's amazing, isn't it? What are the chances? Yeah, with the exposed light bulbs and yeah. the chalkboard outside. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Everyone drinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but, but no, I'm, as way of an apology, Rob and Chris. We'll always be together. There you go, so sorry about that. Wow. Um, 
Emma Jones, is there something... Well, we know there is. This is a long list. <laughs> and it's always my favourite part of the week. When I ask you, what do you hate that everyone else seems to love? Yeah, I'm working my way through my list. It's never-ending. Um, but the one that I would like to highlight this week is um, people, girls normally, taking their heels off to dance at the end of the night, especially at a wedding. Okay. It makes me feel sick. <laughs> it it's, feel it's so sick. disgusting. It's Feet, it's Emma. dangerous because there's probably smashed glass oh, and it's just oh, right. disgusting. There's so much sticky drink on the floor that the thought of walking on that in barefoot makes me feel sick. And then I bet they go home and I bet they get into bed without washing their feet. And it's I gross. Know, yeah. Everything about it is gross. Know, if you're going to yeah. wear heels, be able to wear them for the whole day mm. until the end of the night. We've all been wow. on a big night out in London, Sheffield, Newcastle, whatever, and seen, seen black-footed girls all around yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I never raise a daughter wow. that does that. Wow. What What's the etiquette with... Uh, not you, you know, you, obviously you clearly believe there is no etiquette involved in this, but what is the etiquette with the shoes? Does one carry one's own shoes when they take them off to dance or do you put the shoes, like, somewhere on a table or on a do you chair? Do bring flats? I mean, yeah, if, you, if, if, if you're going to have to do it, I'd say keep them on your person. So, like, if you've got your hands in the air, like, you just don't care? But you're holding your Christian boots. Have your high heels in your hands. Right. Yeah. Edward stiletto hands. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or wear flats. Or wear flats all along. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a good one. That that, that is a good. I'd never thought of that before until until now. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Uh, Glenn, is there something that you hate that everyone else seems oh, to love? Copperberg. Um, uh, no, no, no. Um, sunbathing. Okay. I don't get it. Like, You're if fresh back from where have you been? Mallorca. Mallorca. Yeah. yeah. If you, so I understand if like you tan naturally whilst you're on holiday over the course of like a week long or two week holiday then fine but the idea of just lying face down on a sunbed when you if you're face down you can't do anything you can't read there's nothing you can do and the only advice for that is just we'll just go to sleep and I'm not going to go to sleep it's baking hot and I'm topless in public (laughs) I can't sleep (laughs) the last time you slept like that you got arrested (laughs) (laughs) Um, I totally agree I've just come back from Morocco and Sarah Jane she'll happily lay out there all day but I just I end up pacing I try and find things to do like I'll go on little I'll create little missions like oh I'll go over there and see what's on the menu and it's like the guy's like oh I can bring the menu to you like no no I (laughs) need the chance to walk all the way over there just to kill a few minutes (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's nothing else there's nothing to do I feel like you either love it or hate it it's a bit Marmite isn't it I love sunbathing you're meant to go on holiday to do nothing yeah but but not doing like Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. No one wants a holiday should be sort of, that's just in a padded cell on my own. Um, No lights, (laughs) solitary confinement for two weeks. I'd be fine with that if there was sunlight, though. Yeah, as long as they got their shoes on. Yes. That's fine, yeah. (laughs) So a convertible padded cell. Hi, I'm here yes. to ask for £100,000 of your money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there we go, sunbathing, dancing at the end of the night with your shoes off. What are the things that you hate that everybody else seems to love? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. An intriguing look into the psyche of our listeners. And we start with this. Hi, Dave. My dad also hates the Rob and Chris cider advert. <laughs> but for a very specific reason. The song is about the greatness of electric and synth music. Yes. So it's wrong for it to be played as an acoustic set. <laughs> that's oh, from Catherine oh, no, in Hertfordshire. Yeah. Very good point. Yeah, that's really good. I want to lay off of Rob and Chris. I've said too much. I've gone, I've gone too We've far. Gone I feel deep bad. into this subject, I feel, I feel bad, yeah. But thank you for getting in touch, Catherine. Um, Nick Williams uh, hates tomatoes. Oh, wow. Unexpected. So uh, white chocolate, says Amanda. Mm, Everyone seems to love yeah, it. I don't know if that's sick, true. Small portions. Sickly, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah you have to keep it. Yeah. It's like fudge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> only yeah. one, 
only one section of a white Toblerone can be consumed. However, a normal milk chocolate Toblerone should be eaten just in one go <laughs> as it scrapes along the roof of your mouth. Yeah, if you oh, haven't yeah. enjoyed a Toblerone so until painful. you've you've been injured by one. Um, Twitter. Um, says at pieface1972 tweeted that to us so thanks very much (laughs) (laughs) must really hate it wincing at every single key tap (laughs) Les Miserables it's just so depressing so many people are offended by the fact I absolutely cannot stand it it's meant to it's called the miserable it's meant to be depressing (laughs) yeah but also it's just every line is sung no one talks no one has a conversation it's a musical I got baited into watching Beyonce's dream girls like that I I had no idea that was going to be one of those singy films oh really I've not seen it yeah oh no 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 Peaky (laughs) Blinders not on my watch Peaky Blinders I can't get past the lousy, atrocious accents. Says I Julie. yes, I had the same problem. Oh. I've not started it yet. Really bad Brummy accent. Oh, I'm actually oh, bad at it. Bad. Mm. Oh wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Every time I wear my flat cap, someone goes, "Peaky blinders." I'm like, no, it's a hat, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen it. Chickpeas! Oh. Absolutely vile. And as a vegetarian, it's very difficult to eat out as everything is chickpea-based. Yes, that's true. From Emily in Harlow. Mm. Um, Emma. Maybe take your headphones off for this one. <laughs> okay. Because Steve in Bedford says he hates clean sheets. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. what? He really loves dirty he sheets. Likes to, he likes to wallow in his own filth. Just yeah. All he adds is that? on way to work on the train. That's... I sort of see what Steve means. Uh, what? They Steve? can be what? uncomfortably, they can be uncomfortably starchy, what? a clean what? sheet. But and d- also the process of changing them. It's like, oh, let's just leave it. Leave them on for another night. You can't be dealing with but Actively don't Oscar like them when Sesame they're clean. <laughs> Why do you want dirty? It's I see horrible. What Steve means. It's Leave fine. them on for dirty. another night. They're fine. It's only been a week. God. Well, how it. long? I mean, two weeks is the limit, right? Well, I mean, we'll have to go to jeans. I hate clean sure. jeans. Oh, yeah. yes. those are horrible. Put your jeans yeah, in the freezer tight. instead yeah. of washing them. Yeah, you should put them in the freezer. What? Really? It kills the yeah. bacteria. We yeah. did a whole home time show on this. <laughs> right, okay. I kid you not. <laughs> yeah, you're meant to put them in the freezer instead of washing them because when they come, t- particularly if I have quite skinny jeans anyway, mm. that you can't get everything in. Denim should never be washed. But I, well, a, you can't get screwed over by that. There's a friend of mine who worked in a restaurant and he said as a, as a trick the chefs played on him is they took his trousers um, and they dipped them in water, put them in the freezer, and when they'd frozen, they stand them in half. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Happen. <laughs> he claimed it did. Wow. <laughs> it's not. What's that? It's not nitric oxide or whatever it's called. Yeah. It's just yeah. like it can't snap things in half. Terminator. Pair of jeans in Converse trainers. Wow. They make me feel sick. Says James. <laughs> they make me feel oh, Glenn's sick. wearing them. I'm right literally now. wearing. I like them. I I've like got a pair on right now. Well, they're they're a classic, aren't they? The little rubber slash plastic toe thing. It's like a rubbish steel toe cap. (laughs) My girlfriend wears them as well. Try to get me to wear them. And this is how James concludes his message. Not on my nanny. (laughs) 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 Which is the same I'm going to start using. Um, And obviously, the other prong of the uh, textual attack this morning is also now, is it possible to wet some jeans, freeze them, snap them in half? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. On your Monday morning, it's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Where a friend of Glenn's claimed that whilst working in a restaurant, the chef pulled a prank by wetting his jeans, yeah. putting them in the freezer and then breaking them in half. Yeah. <laughs> I'm adamant this is true. <laughs> My, I'm, I, I don't think... I mean, I don't think... 
I think you need liquid nitrogen for this to work. And yeah. I don't know whether your friend's chef was Heston Blumenthal, who, of course... Uh-huh. No, he's not, he's, like, he's like some sort of biochemical engineer now, so he knows what he's talking about. Oh, I might, I might text him. I'll wake him up. Well, joining us right now on line one, we've Here got we go. Jackie, uh, who's a microbiologist. Good morning to you, Jackie. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Very well. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us on a Monday morning. Um, we know that many people have lots of things going on, so it's good of you to take, find a little bit of space for us. And you texted <laughs> in saying that you think you need a very special freezer in order to get the genes as cold as they possibly could be in order to break them in half. Yep, and I have that freezer at my workplace. How Ooh. cold does it go? Minus 80 degrees centigrade. And Minus do Bella Italia have these sort of freezers? <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is the specialist freezer of a microbiologist, a.k.a. you. Yeah, yeah it's not actually mine. No, no, it belongs to the place <laughs> you work at. I, I get that. I, it I, does, yeah. I get that. Would... How can I put this? If I sent you a pair of jeans, would you freeze them and break them in half for me, please, Jackie? I'll certainly have a go, yes. This is great news. We'll send you a Daybury Breakfast Show mug as a thank you for your time. We'll buy a new pair of jeans. Mac, Mac, do your jeans back up, come on. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good way of getting... um... So eager to take his clothes off (laughs) at any opportunity. (laughs) chance I get. It's a good way of making cut-off denim shorts, isn't it, actually? So you can turn the jeans into shorts. Jorts. By, yeah, jorts, jorts, by just snapping them rather than cutting them. Oh, mm. Producer no Mark salivating, <laughs> the king of the jorts over there on my left. <laughs> um, so, Jackie, we'll buy a pair of jeans, we'll send them to you, and then if you could film yourself putting them in the specialist minus 80 degrees centigrade microbiologist freezer and then snapping them in half, we would love that. <laughs> Will do, yeah. <laughs> Will do. Have a great day, Jackie. We'll send you those jeans. Thank you, Dave, and you. Get Cheers. back in touch. Lots of love. So there we go. That's what we're doing with our Monday. We hope yours is going well. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where Absolute Radio Live at the London Palladium is back. Absolute Radio Live with Holiday Inn in aid of Stand Up to Cancer. Yes, on Sunday the 24th of November, Absolute Radio will, once again, be creating an amazing night of live stand-up comedy at London's most iconic theatre. We're doing this with our friends at Holiday Inn and we'll be raising money and awareness for the brilliant charity that is Stand Up To Cancer. You'll be able to get your tickets this coming Friday at 9am sharp. But who's on the lineup, Dave? We'll get a load of this. Because, first of all, the cat's already out of the bag on this one. He's going to be hosting it yet again. Our very own Frank Skinner is going to be the main man. (laughs) And Frank's going to be here next. The kids love that. Joining Frank, host of Mock the Week, Dara O'Brien's going to be there. Nice. Comedy great, Joe Brands. Star of Ricky Gervais' Afterlife, Kerry Godleyman's going to be there. He's one of our very own, the host of rock and roll football on that hallowed stage. You're going to see Matt Ford. (laughs) He's one of the UK's most in-demand comedians. He's the new host of not only The Apprentice, You're Fired, but also Bake Off, The Professionals. It's Tom Allen. He's sitting behind the glass and fresh off the back of a sold-out run at Edinburgh Festival. Our very own, Glenn Moore. 
Thanks, kids. <laughs> you get a double cheer for that. And finally, Simon Cowell's golden buzzer from this year's Britain's Got Talent. Kojo's on the stage. So it is an incredible lineup. But what's really important here is that this event is all in aid of Stand Up to Cancer, a fundraising campaign to bring together the UK to speed up progress in life-saving cancer research. It's unfortunate to say, uh, but we are all affected by cancer in some way. Um, here's a horrific stat for you. Every two minutes in the UK, someone is diagnosed with cancer and friends, family, loved ones, it's ripple effects are quite staggering. So when you buy a ticket for this event, you're helping out an incredible cause and having a laugh at the same time because all profits from ticket sales will go straight to Stand Up To Cancer. You can find out all the information you need about Absolute Radio Live online, absoluteradio.co.uk slash comedy. Now bookmark that for when tickets go on sale, 9am this coming Friday. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where right now I'm joined by a comedian, writer, broadcaster, musician. He is one of our own. It's Frank Skinner. Hey, Frank. Right, musician is pushing me. Broadcaster, I always think of people who say stuff, but never anything funny. <laughs> if ever anyone's okay. called a broadcaster, I think, oh, they're not that good then. I've got to go home and change my passport. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not, as the case may be. Now, Frank, it's just brilliant that you're going to be back hosting our Stand Up To Cancer gig at the London Palladium. Can uh, I say I've got a massive urge for Weetabix listening to your voice, Dave, because <laughs> usually you're on when I'm having my breakfast. Oh, I'm honoured to home. hear that, Frank. But, um, yeah, it does. It makes me feel very uh, morningy and uh, breakfast. It's a great show, Dave. Oh, that's very sweet. Don't mind me bringing that up. In no, it means of... a lot coming from you. Thank you. Um, last year, when I was at the Palladium watching you host the gig, your opening gambit was a fact that wowed me and I've been meaning to ask you for, well, nearly a year now, was it just a joke or is it true that something very special lies beneath the floorboards on that hallowed no, stage? No, it is. It is completely true that um, uh, Bruce Forsyth's um, remains are under there, yeah. This was Frank's opening gambit last year. Well, it yeah, because it, there was a plaque in the, uh, in the wing, so, uh, yeah, I, I had to refer to it. I mean, you're no stranger to performing at the Palladium. And um, back in 1995, during your stand-up tour, you were surprised by Michael Aspel on stage. Hmm. He wasn't doing a show or anything. He's just a nightmare for that, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Aspel! He was just taking a shortcut <laughs> to his club, his gentleman's club. <laughs> <laughs> He um, looked like a late nighter, didn't he? He had them big bags under his eyes. Bow tie under. There'll be younger listeners that have no idea who he is. But yeah, he did a show called This Is Your Life, where you used to get surprised. Um, so this is a real badge of honour. And you've just finished doing your routine. Uh, so I finished the gig, yeah. I'd done two shows. So it was the second show, the late show. And I took my bows at the end. And it was, you know, it was big cheers. But then the cheers, not often it happens, the cheers got louder and then I turned around and there was Michael Aspel and realised wow. there were cheers for him. But he said, um, we're going to do it here live on the stage and, and it took them ages to get it sorted. And, a bit uh, like celebrating a goal with VAR nowadays. Exactly. <laughs> so um, the show started at 1.30am on the stage at um, London Palladium and incredibly most people stayed in the audience. I don't know how any of them... 
got home. Must be like the Blitz. Well, it's... <laughs> Basil Brosh was in the Royal well, Box. This is what I was going to ask because <laughs> a mutual friend of ours said that you. There was a surprise guest in the Royal Box, Basil Brush. Yeah. What's your connection to Basil Brush? Why well, is he part he, of This he, Is Your Life? I used to do a football show called a Fantasy Football. Well, and he was, a, he was a manager on there, uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, well, he was um, powered. Is that the right word? He was operated <laughs> yeah. by a man called uh, Ivan Owen, who was an old man and who'd been quite ill. And he was a bit concerned that it was going to be one thirty in the morning. Um, he's no longer with us now, but this, it wasn't this night. And he had a, he hadn't, he'd been told not to drink by the doctor, but he had a couple of white wines. <laughs> and it meant that it gave um, Basil a sort of psychedelic element to his <laughs> performance. So he, he said, we got, um, my class was, so we got another, uh, we got an old friend of yours here in the Royal Box. And oh, Mr. Frank, Mr. Frank, Mr. Frank, you must remember. <laughs> and I, and I said, what was that, Basil? And he said, no, no, Mr. Frank, do you remember the... T- <laughs> and it was like someone was drowning. <laughs> and I've never laughed so much on camera in my life. I really wept. And he just couldn't get he couldn't get the words out at all. I love the idea of the psychedelic years of Basil Brush, like the Beatles, if you go through it chronologically. It gets well, more experimental I'm, yeah, the longer well, it goes on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then he married... Uh, uh, Japanese avant-garde <laughs> artist. <laughs> uh, Frank, do you mind hanging around? Because up next, I'd love to talk about your time at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and your upcoming tour for Showbiz. I, I have nothing at all to do, so that's good. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, and my guest this morning is Frank Skinner. Uh, we've just announced the lineup for this year's Absolute Radio live night of comedy with Holiday Inn all in aid of stand-up to cancer. Frank, uh, like our very own Glenn Moore, you're just back from a sold-out run at the Edinburgh Festival. Mm. Um, I've never had the pleasure of going. What was it like going back there? And I just hear it's the most amazing time to be in what is one of the great cities. Well, it's great. It's great to be sold out before you get on the train, but you've still got to do the shows, as Alan Cochran said to me. They don't, they don't get it, do they, Frank? You've still got to do the shows. <laughs> so you, but, but they were brilliant shows. I had the best time, and I saw loads of stuff up there, and then my family came up for a week, so we did loads of kids' shows and stuff. I mean, it was... It was I had I, one of the best times I've ever had in Edinburgh. Uh, it, it, was, it was great. And it is a very special... The whole city is a show... You know, you just walk around and there's people gargling fire and and every like corner that. has got some kind of entertainment yeah. going on. That's what totally. I've heard. That's great. I heard a lot of those bucket speeches from street entertainers about how much money you should put in. Right. Okay. They all. I mean, people say things like, "If you saw this act in a theatre, you'd pay fifty pounds to see it." So remember that when you're putting. Who's going to put fifty pounds <laughs> in in a street entertainer? <laughs> You know, I was just passing. I haven't. Yeah. You know, you you've interrupted my walk. I put I don't I put a tenner in one guy's bucket. Oh, that's nice. But I thought, well, there's four of my family watching, so two pound fifty. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw a, a busker because buskers now you can contactless, you can touch and pay, but it's a can two pound fifty minimum. And I just think that there is. Whilst I love a busker on the tube, it, it does, you know, hi, you know, lighten my day. Do they have? Uh, that... It's a pound. It's always been a pound. Do they have a surge 
price like Uber. So if you, if it's rush hour, you have to pay, <laughs> pay him a tenner. <laughs> <laughs> the live shows continue with showbiz. You're doing a huge tour. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it's your first in a little while. How are you feeling about it? And did Edinburgh help, if it needed to at all, to kind of light that fire? Well, every time I always think, you know the old 20,000 hours thing they talk about? That if you do 20,000 hours at anything, you'll be an expert on Oh, it. OK. Um, so I don't think any time on stage is wasted. Every gig is... And, you know, the worse the gig, the more you learn from it. Um, so obviously I haven't learned anything for a long time. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's important to... It is, it is to do with match fitness. Uh, I think it is important. So, for example, there's like three weeks between the Edinburgh show ending and the tour beginning mm -hmm. in uh, mid-September. So I put in three gigs there in a little club to try out oh, some extra okay. stuff. Uh, it, it's just important to just keep oiled, you know. Match fitness is a good... And is, is it a nice time in, in a tour when you're doing the dates where you get to a certain point where it's kind of... You're so familiar with it and you can... You, you, obviously, you're someone who's going to be able to see something and instantly incorporate into what you're doing. And is that a nice stride to hit as oh, a Oh, yeah, as a you definitely... Comedian? You get in the groove, you know. And then there's that time where you think, oh, I've got a night off tomorrow. And they say, no, it's that absolute charity gig. And you go, oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> My, on that, my Sunday, because that's like in the middle of the tour. But it's great. It was, I mean, it was brilliant last year. The the uh, the absolute gig. I must I must say. And this year already looks like it's set to be even better. We'll go through the lineup with Frank next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. I am joined by Frank Skinner, who on Sunday, the twenty fourth of November, is going to be hosting the fourth Absolute Radio Live at the London Palladium, which is raising money for Stand Up to Cancer. Uh, joining Frank will be Daro Breen, Joe Brand, Kerry Godliman, Matt Ford. Tom Allen, our very own Glenn Moore, and Kojo. A man who got the golden buzzer. Yes. Um, from, um, from Simon Cowell. He then crumpled onto his knees and began to Did cry he? uncontrollably. Yeah. He's a very nice man, Kojo. I don't know Kojo. I knew, I remember Simon Cowell when he had his first face. <laughs> I've known him a long time. <laughs> The the current one is, is a bit slipknot. <laughs> um, I watched some. It's a bit half baked, isn't it? It's it's, it's actually quite terrifying. Um, it looks like his nose is juggling his eyes, <laughs> and they are at different levels. I mean, it really is. What on earth? A man of his money, you'd think, could get the best plastic surgeon in yeah. in the world. Do you think um, it's to do with layering? Do you think once you you surgery on top of surgery that things start to... I think it's to do with the power cuts we had recently. I think it was done in darkness. <laughs> it really is shock. I mean, I think it's OK to talk about it because if he was born like that, you'd feel cruel saying it. Oh, yeah. But well, as, he's, you know, as he's picked it out of a catalogue of some kind... <laughs> I presume there was a fold. It's, it's a double spread and that, there was a fold in the middle. I didn't quite get that. Yeah, so anyway, Kojo. Yeah, he's on He's on all sorts. He's done lots of telly yeah. in various he's forms. Get, he's getting the break he deserves at last. He's been working away at it for a long oh, time. So it's great. <laughs> and our very own Glenn Moore, who I know you're a big oh, fan yes. of from the Breakfast Show. Yeah, totally. There. So it's... Uh, 
It is. I mean, I know people always say it's a cracking show even when it isn't, but I think that is a brilliant show. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 9am from absoluteradio.co.uk. Of course, Frank will be back this Saturday from 8. Frank, it's been so lovely to finally meet you and what a a charm it has been to spend some time in your company. Well, like I say, you are part of our household in in an odd way. I'm flattered and honoured to hear that. Um, I think, I'm going to be honest, we listen to you with... Uh, in your um, absolute 80s um, thing. Yeah. Because my partner case. is... Uh, she's a goth-type figure <laughs> on the hope that the mission will be played on absolute 80s <laughs> one day. No, no, but it, 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 it's great. We should say, by the way, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this, that it is, it's all for stand-up to cancer. So when you go and buy those tickets, you're not just going to see a comedy show, you are doing a good deed... Yes. This is all for charity, for a great, great cause. Um, Frank, before I let you go, and if you say no, I totally understand, but would you Kiss finish you. this? <laughs> Please. <laughs> well, I'm actually on the mat. <laughs> Come on, let's just make out. <laughs> oh, go on then. Is it for charity? How much are you giving to charity? I'll put £50 in your bucket, Frank. <laughs> uh, I think it's help the aged would be the... Uh... <laughs> the obvious choice. Um, I'll no. put 50 pounds in your pocket. What will I do? <laughs> Sounds a bit like a threat, doesn't it? Sorry. Um, could we have your legendary outwards that you use at the end of your Saturday show here? Um, certainly. Well, what, what it usually comes out as is thank you so much for listening this morning. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So lovely having Frank Skinner on the show. Of course, Frank will be back with his always brilliant show here on Absolute Radio, Saturday morning at 8am. And on Friday morning at 9am, tickets go on sale for you to join us for what's going to be a very special night of stand-up comedy. And speaking of stand-up comedy, well, Glenn Moore is back today from his sold-out and very successful Edinburgh show. Thank it's you. great to have you back, Glenn. Oh, it's lovely to be back. Very happy to be here. But you've worked hard on that show for the entire month of August. Yeah. Then you had a holiday where you were forced to sunbathe, which has made you feel very uncomfortable. Indeed, yeah, a whole week of it. And you're probably a bit befuddled by the early starts being back in your life again. 5am alarm. And it's Monday. Mm-hmm. So this could be Emma and Matt's only chance to topple you at a <gasps> game of Beat the <laughs> Intro! You're going down. Oh. <laughs> oh, so we, we played once in your absence. Right. And Matt to be Emma by 8.4. I heard about this. We got 8 points. But yeah. we were yeah. terrible. Mm. We need the time, don't we? That's a yeah. few listeners told me up in Edinburgh. Oh, about okay. This. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It was laborious. Mm. They told me I was sorely missed with the words used. Sorely missed. Oh, come on. So basically, we're going to go through our wonderful decade stations, starting at 60s, ending on Absolute Radio. So Glenn might be rusty, is that the theory? Basically, that's yeah. what we're getting. Yeah, why are we playing this on a Monday? We've never done this. I know. Normally we save it for a Friday. Um, We're going to go through them. You get a point for the name of the artist or the band, a point for the name of the song. Your names are your buzzers. I hope you're playing along wherever you are right now. And we start with Absolute Radio 60s. Glenn. Glenn. Uh, Suspicious Minds, Elvis Presley. Yes, it is. Two points. Emma, that was was quick. quick. I would have got that. You would have got that. Yeah. On 70s, this is coming up. Emma. Glenn. Emma. Wings Jet. Yes! No! Guess <laughs> <laughs> him! Wow, that's the pupil has guys. become the master. Yeah. yeah. That's impressive. Whew. Okay, coming up on Absolute 80s, you're going to hear this. Oh. Oh. I don't know. Oh. 
Um, Glenn. Glenn. I know this. Uh, Electric Avenue. Yes. yes. Eddie. Yeah. Dyson's ready to steal. Deddy. Grant, Eddie Grant. Eddie Grant, okay, so we'll give you a point for getting oh. the name of the artist. Not Eddie Deddy, although he was very Eddie good. Deddy. <laughs> Eddie Deddy was good. This is coming Absolute Radio 90s. Glenn. Glenn. Um, Blink 182. Yes. What's my age again? It is. Another two points for you. Oh. Coming up on Absolute Radio Noughties. Dyson. Oh, Dyson. Dyson. Me. I think, no, I think Dyson just got there. Uh, but don't worry, Glenn, he doesn't have a clue. I just said it. Yeah. I just I, said I've seen that vacant look over the last 15 years. I just said it because I wanted to beat him. Yeah. Yeah. You wanted to beat him, yeah. And I'm still waiting for it to come into my head. Well, I haven't got a clue. You haven't got a clue. Yeah. Yeah. I recognise it, but I can't get to it. May I? Yes, you may. A uh, Snow Patrol chocolate? Yes, it is. It's the name of individual Snow Patrol songs. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm the final straw when I was 14 years old. Think what I'm talking about. Come on. People do, man. They don't. <laughs> he knows the individual What are you names? trying to accuse me of? What is the accusation? <laughs> yeah. It's you, I'm just saying. I'm in Snow Patrol. Snow Patrol. It could be any Snow Patrol song, Call it? artists. Yeah. 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 I love them, but that's what I love about them. Speaking of which, coming up on Absolute Radio, classic rock. I've got Glenn. Glenn. Oh, Best of you, Foo Fighters. Yes, it is. And finally, coming up on Absolute Radio, you're going to hear this. Glenn. Glenn. Uh, R.E.M. Um, oh, my God, oh, my mind's gone oh, blank. Yes, he is um, rusty. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. What did I even think of a song? Uh, <laughs> in the corner. Emma. Is it losing my religion? Is it losing my religion? Yeah, it's, Glenn got there. Glenn got there. Sorry, Emma. <sighs> So where do we where do we stand then? Let's have a little look at producer Mark's yeah, scribblings. Uh, okay, <laughs> Matt, you got one. Emma, you got two. Three. Glenn, back on Three. the show. <laughs> you got eleven. Thank you. Good. Wow. Oh, you still got it. Uh, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. Howdy, partners. Twenty past nine. Time for some wordplay. And today, after we spoke to a microbiologist named Jackie who's going to freeze and then snap a pair of jeans in half, <laughs> download the podcast, <laughs> we've decided to smash together things you wear below the waist and music. And these are the ones from around the room on the first day in a long time we have a full complement of yeah, players. Yeah. And it is lovely to have you all here. So, I've got We Kilt This City on Rock and Roll. Oh, lovely. Nice. Everybody skirts <laughs> <laughs> the sarong and winding road. Wow. Da, da, Lovely. Da. Very good. All Thank singing, you. all dancing Thank today you. as well. What you got, Matt Dyson? Ain't too proud to jag. Um, jaggings, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. We'll call them jags. You know. <laughs> <laughs> the U2 classic Angel of Harem pants. Um, <laughs> My Sweet Chords by George Harrison. <laughs> 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 I've done an Emma classic and actually smashed them up with movies. I can see that. We've been spending so much time together that I can tell before you even say anything that you've got the wrong smash topic. Yeah, and I, I even wrote it down versus the playlist, but I just ignored my own instructions. So do you want to hear them or not? Yeah, why not? Okay. All right, I've got the thong kiss goodnight, the yeah. skirt locker and a shoe to a kill. Wow. Sorry, guys. Excellent. I'm sorry. It won't happen it's again. confusing everyone. You though. said that last time this yeah. happened, which was about <laughs> a month ago. <laughs> 
Glenn Moore. Uh, Scooby Slacks. Oh, oh Glenn, you're not Sorry, on... I forgot. I'm so used to you not being oh. here. I didn't put your microphone up. Oh. What? Wow. wow. That's that show Emma is yeah. crumbling. <laughs> We've just 40 minutes to have Come on, I got to 20 past nine like without making really a mistake. Well Come well on. <laughs> Glenn, one more time, if you would. Scooby Slacks. Very good. Uh, this is an X Factor classic. It's Chino time. Oh. And Robert Palmer's Socter, Socter, Give Me the Shoes. Oh, oh, wow. Very good. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Things you wear below the waist versus the playlist at 8.12.15. Warning, there's a lot of thongs in this. <laughs> yeah, there are, yeah, unavoidable. <laughs> Morning, guys. Ever Thong by Foo Fighters, uh, says Francesca. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sandals in the Wind by Sir Elton John, says Stephen. Mm-hmm. De Enim shorts from Ross. <laughs> Anything by Adam and the Pants, says Mike. Daily Smash, I've never met a girl like Shoe before. That's from Mike in Northampton. The Buzz Socks or Stockings of Leon, and that's from all the lads at Metwire Belts Warrington. Woven wire is how I like my conveyor belt. Yes. Wo- I'm a woven wire. If you cut me, I bleed really, woven yeah. wire. I'm a bit more of a honeycomb kind of guy myself. Well, of course you are. And that's what makes the world such a wonderful yeah. place. <laughs> hey, big suspender from Shirley Bassey. <laughs> oh, no. Bye, Shirley Bassey from <laughs> Katie. <laughs> <laughs> nice to have you tuned in, Dame Shirley Bassey. Oh, lovely. Wow. <laughs> you can tell everybody this is your thumb. <laughs> oh, yeah, good. Great. Well and as by Hazel, once, twice, thrice the thong mentioned there. Mm. Lovely stuff. Uh, what you got over there, Matt Dyson? Thong two, my blur. And <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll move on from the thongs. Please. Uh, William the Beast is on fire today. He's got the Salah Pet Shop Boys, which is excellent. Excellent. Uh, Jeans Pitney and Corduroy Orbison. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Buddy Thunderstruck has also had a good couple. Garter, the Unstoppable Socks Machine. Oh, that's Which excellent. is amazing. And Glory Socks by Shortest Head. I mean, these are really good. <laughs> Hannah Ross has said uh, diapersonic missiles. Oh, okay. yeah. And she'd like to point out that she doesn't wear diapers. No, that's good to know. Also, Andy Watson suggests knee pad Amsky. <laughs> knee pads? Yes. Now that's neat. <laughs> well done, everybody. The Daily Smash will return tomorrow. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Before we bid you farewell, time to remind you that today was a good day because I announced that Absolute Radio Live at the London Palladium is back, all in aid of Stand Up To Cancer. What an incredible lineup we have. Um, Britain's Got Talent's golden buzzer Supremo Kojo's gonna be there. Our very own Glenn Moore, Tom Allen, Matt Ford, Kerry Godleyman, Joe Brand, Dara O'Brien. Uh, the whole thing's going to be hosted by Frank Skinner, who I was so pleased to see this morning because he popped by for a cup of tea. And you can hear how we got along and his thoughts on that lineup by downloading the podcast. You can get it from all the usual places. We shall be back tomorrow live from 6 a.m. Have a glorious Monday. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.